Long past the hour for quitting labour, amid the smoke-filled haze of the south gate, the after-lodge crew continues to linger in the rubbish of the temple, under the watchful eyes of right-worshipful Grand Censor Bob. Not recognised nor endorsed by any grand or subordinate lodge of regular masons, irregular masons, co-masons, Canadian masons, or internet wannabe masons, they banter on as always. Puffing cigars, drinking stale coffee, making terrible jokes, studying agency law, spreading the intemperance and excesses of digital masonry, and generally disappointing all seven of their podcast subscribers. Do yourself a favor and stop listening now. Only trolls and masochists dare to eavesdrop upon this After Lodge banter. Welcome to episode 301 of the After Lodge podcast, breaking into a new episodic century and also the season because summer's here and it's really freaking hot. Joined this week by worshipless producer Bruce. What up? Beard is ever magnificent. Thank you, sir. Sir John. Howdy doody, kids. Still rocking the Walter White? Uh, indeed, because as you say, summer is here. I thought that was about your motorcycle, so you don't get helmet here. Well, that too. So, But I mean, we can't ride up here unless summer's here, because it's not like... Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Roads don't fall till June. Yeah. What the hell? Sorry. <laughs> Continue. Oh, I thought it was Chuck. Because don't type, Bruce. I was like, were you really holding that in, waiting on me to announce? Well, you know what? Whatever smart-ass comment I had, I think Bruce just blew it out the window. <laughs> it was a cup. <laughs> Got it. And uh, then... Hey, whatever you, however you do it, Bruce. Cup, bowl, whatever. Skull can, I don't care. P-Man himself is here with full mullet, although is he actually here or is he still P-Manning? I think he's showing his wife his sort of power. Got it. Got it. Well, Why is there are some things to be here. There are some things more important than podcastry. Um, yes. If you can be mistaken for He-Man, there are a lot more things more important than podcastry. I mean, yeah, I guess. So, uh... What's going on in the world of After Lodge? Because I'm terribly boring. I could regale you with tales of my Frankenstein water system thing that I've torn my house apart doing. Or uh, my my new role in, in masonry as a, uh, as a bad guy in our dramatic rituals. I think that's a better one, Harlan, because uh, you said you have never, ever done one of these three parts. Uh, I have not. He's too nice. That's that's going to be rough. I, I, I don't have the right persona. You shouldn't but do so, them. So, There's a certain type of person okay. who should play that role. I mean, we... It's on. I, I was at one a couple weeks ago where the one guy was, who was the third, was... Like, I've done that the third role before, and you know, a lot of us were like, "Well, well, like guys who smoke will smoke. Some guys will swish, you know, whiskey in their mouth and spit it out. Eat some. This one guy was literally eating a bowl of horseradish and onions and garlic. Nice. It was absolutely vulgar. Um, and I hadn't thought of any of this. Yeah, well, I'm I mean, glad I came because, because they're they're blind, you know the the other senses. But there's a point where you're just being a dick, and yeah. and I'll good. put it this way: when you're eating stuff and making the rest of the cast like gag, being in your proximity, you're doing it wrong. It's called method acting, Chuck. Oh, <laughs> uh sure. Um, <laughs> you never leave character. What's wrong with you? I was thinking I would I would just throw in some like spearmint mouthwash and chew on some double mint or something just to throw them off. Uh that, that after, well depending on what the other guys do that might throw them off because uh you know most of us you know we're we're we would eat garlic bread or and then again swish like smoke a cigarette and swish or, around and um I have cheap a bourbon spit it out and 
the security officer just got back with uh, got back from the Dominican with some uh, smuggled Cuban goods. I no, no, have, no, 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 no. I should you, have you, my you share before then. Good. You want to smell bad, but not the security officer. But well, like like the the information security officer. No. Not. Yeah. Never mind. Um, <laughs> which is timely because I uh, got my early Father's Day gift. Hey, gents, sorry about the wait. Please be a wig. Please be a wig. My uh, a wig. early gift here is uh, still empty, but just got it today. I'm very excited about it. That is a large one. Looks it nice humidor. I have a I have a lot of a lot of cigars that I currently keep in a cooler with some moisture packs, and so this will be oh, a little more manly. Kibik box. For a second, I, mean, I was gonna say that, that looked like a Shrine Fez case for a minute. No, although. It would be kind of cool to have a heavy wooden fez case. Not very practical, but there are guys. No, they 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 make them actually. They're yeah. they're octagonal. Big big handle on it, and yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't. So no. Uh, this weekend, grand chapter, grand council session for my jurisdiction. John's not coming because he's a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Sounds about right. Fourth is going to be reelected to his position, whether he likes it or not. Oh, I'm, going yeah. up that, I'm going up that line, and uh, the next day is my lodge's chicken barbecue. So uh, I'm probably going to get a total of about six hours sleep this weekend, after you know Monday being in my uh, my shrine's motor patrol. Those small little jeeps did seven parades this weekend. Oh, good lord! We did four on Monday. I was in two of them. The plus side is the Miss, uh, well, Miss Connecticut was right in front of us, and she was a big fan of our little cars. There's all sorts of euphemisms there that I'm just gonna let go because, boy, that's some low hanging fruit. <laughs> Your little cars. You know what? I wasn't even gonna get there, but John, f- you. <laughs> but yes, somebody's uh, gotta go, man. I mean, think about it. I don't know how you can ride in the, one of those cars for seven parades. I did honor guard detail yesterday, and my shit still hurts. I did. I did. I said I. Well, we had two crews on Monday, and each of us did two parades, and then I, that was the only two I did. There were guys who did one parade on Saturday, and then. And then there were two parades on on Sunday, and I, I, I but there were some guys who did five parades that weekend. But again, that's you know each of those parades is five hundred bucks for the hospital. So yeah, yeah, sounds almost as rough as one day at the fair. But the fair would get you more than five hundred bucks. Uh, freaking hope so. Sometimes, yeah. Um, sometimes it rains and it costs money. Yeah, those are those are bad days. So that's a thing, you know. We're we're in the heat of that, and it's politics season, and the the city has a uh, a recreation director, I guess, is her title now. And, and you know, the, the fix kind of in. She's gunning for, you know, why are you old man Mason's doing this? And as for oh. the uh, as for the financials for last year. And so I talked to the guy from our lodge who's running this and I'm like, dude, we can't just give her the numbers from last year. Like she needs no. to get she needs to get the whole package for like the last five. Cause right. last year, you know, big events last summer, right after everyone had cooped up from COVID and were flush with cash. Every yeah, event they don't doing, represent, yeah. Every event was doing fantastic, including yeah, ours. That's true. But you missed the event before COVID where we barely broke even or the one before that, or the one before that. And so I was trying to make sure he knew that you have to highlight that, you know, we lost money or barely scraped by or made a couple grand Mm. for like 10 years. So when we walked away with fistfuls of money last year, you got to take that into account. And also part of that is just because we kind of knew what we were doing by then. Right. Experience. Efficiency. Which their uh, their first year doing that would not happen. Contacts. No. We we've got yeah built up relationships and 
that car lot that sells their cars right there at the fair every time they set up. Right. Easy to get sponsor money out of them. But yeah, it's it's, uh, <laughs> it's coming up on us and uh, we are not prepared, so to speak. Also, somehow our the domain we use for that, Bruce got blacklisted on like every spam roster out there. So like now no exhibitors or anybody is getting their their emails when they sign up and I'm huh. trying to figure out how that happened. And you can't fix that. Like once you get on those lists it's your name is mud. You're just done. What what makes that happen? I've never actually fully understood. There's a whole big complicated metric thing and it depends on which list you end up on and then they they like co-share domains and that's a pain i can only imagine so i i I think i'm just going to set up a our lodges fair at gmail.com account and wire the web system to just use that um because gmail doesn't get blacklisted um and so if it happens again i can just change to a different gmail Although I guess at some point Google might ban me. <laughs> They'll catch on eventually. That thought that thought do. makes me shudder. Like I, I was <laughs> listening to another podcast. Um, I feel like he would much, get a warning before that happened. Much more you. nerdy, and he was talking about you know he he got shut out of his Google account by mistake because somebody alleged he'd violated the terms of service or something. Didn't really matter why, because the point was his life and business ground to a halt. And it was at the mercy of an AI chat bot because you can't talk to anybody at Google. And because, you know, he he does production work and it's it's all in Google and Google Drive and his company emails go to Gmail. And it's you don't realize how much of your life is wrapped up in Google. The, The calendar where you keep all your appointments. Yeah. Something yeah. I hadn't really thought about. And then I was like, oh shit, if I got banned by Google, oh, I've been doing this all wrong. <laughs> I'm suddenly yeah. in the, uh, host everything yourself bank game. The Google camp, which the problem is it's, it's so damn convenient. <laughs> like that's what I, they I do. You were the make backups of everything guy. Or, or is Google where you keep your backups. I'm, I'm worried about losing because of I hadn't thought of just mistakenly being banned by Google. Right. And if, if it was anybody else, you'd be like, well, it's a mistake. It'll get cleared up. But Google does this stuff with like their AI systems. It's not always a person that just shuts down your stuff. And then when you try to fix it, when you send them emails, like there's not people answering those emails. It's it's all this AI system. Because, you know, they figured out the best AI there is and it can handle any problem. Facebook almost shut me down last week. Uh, a fellow I know yeah, that's kind of went a to a store. Guys, that hurts for but, a little bit, but then you feel better. No, it doesn't. It hurts me a lot because Facebook owns an Oculus. And if my Facebook account gets banned, I can't play my oh, VR. So it hurts right. me a lot, my friend. It's a big damn deal. Big damn deal. <laughs> I forgot so about here's the situation. Facebook account to use your Oculus hardware. That's that going to hopefully get separated soon. But like a buddy of mine went to a store. In Europe? Like, are they even allowed to do that there? I don't know. I don't think they are. Should be. Because it, it didn't start out that way, right? Originally, you made an Oculus account and had an Oculus account to do your shit on. So right. a friend of mine went to a store. He, uh, the, the lady that was working in the store was being berated by a guy at the, at the counter. So my buddy decided to step up and say something because that's just the way he is. And he got a punch in the mouth for his effort, which happens if you step up and say you something. Sometimes you get a punch in the mouth. Facebook. No, no, no. Uh, he, he put it on Facebook. That's what happened. And I said, um, and I said something about something and something. And, and, and look, sometimes that just gets you a punch in the mouth. And of course, Facebook thought I was threatening him. <laughs> that sounds like what happened to Johnny. That's almost exactly what happened to me back from like December. And then they, my seven-day ban kept getting extrapolated out because of i don't know why oh yeah because i went back and started looking at all my posts from from that point back because that's what they do they started Um, picking on you yeah and 
they were dead wrong on every one, and they would say, oh, yeah, you're sorry, we were wrong. But they wouldn't reset the clock. So my seven-day stripe of not being on Facebook, I think, got stretched out to, like, 45 days or 60 days or something. Yeah. Well, I contested it. They look into it less than 24 hours later. They they, uh, said, oh, we're sorry. We misunderstood the context. (laughs) Yes, your machines sure did. (laughs) Yes, they did. But, John, did you actually go back to Facebook or did you, you know? Yeah, I've got it. Just take him to lie down like a dog and let them say. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I did. I I hop on there about once a day uh, just because I got to put auto guard stuff on there and whatnot but like i'm not nearly as prolific on there anymore and i've enjoyed the uh freedom of time and mental anguish of dealing with people online i have uh recently been screwing around with matrix while we're on this uh subject i don't know if any of you guys have seen anything about that yet Uh, with what growing so Matrix is a protocol rather than a than an actual piece of software, but it's a standard protocol for federated social networking. And the idea is it kind of works more like email when it comes to identifying yourself, right? So you you have an account, you could host your own Matrix server or you could get an account on I don't know anybody that has one, right? Like you do with email, right? You're at Gmail, or you could be at John.com. And everybody can get to you. You can get to everybody because there's a standard there. So Matrix is doing that with chat mostly, but there's a social networking bent to it. And it's been mostly in the tech scene. But, hey, Bitcoin started out only amongst the geeks. And then now look at it. Um, But it's been growing wildly in popularity i've been poking around with it uh i'm i'm a fan there's some kinks that could be worked out and i don't see it getting widespread adoption for the same use case because it's not it's not the best place for like self-aggrandizement where you just post pictures of your perfect life and everyone thumbs ups you and you feel good about yourself like it i guess you could do that but the forum doesn't lend itself to that as much unlike facebook which is like built around it um and i kind of see the uh upcoming generations of masons using things more like that hmm. and if you want to get tech savvy you know we'll still be living on facebook when the only people left on facebook are you know geriatric masons <laughs> um, yeah. so i try to stay ahead of the curb then once also, again we will run part the of my job is you know being aware of what the kids these days are doing um changes in technology it's kind of how this should have been done to begin with and if anybody knew how big the internet and the social part of the internet was going to become it might have been how we do things uh so it it's cool and nobody can shut it down right because it's decentralized so like if you don't like the folks at nra whatever where their accounts and content are coming from there you can just set up your server or even your personal account to just not deal with those those origins that i don't want to do business with really and and there's no you know there's no google or facebook or whoever that can just say we're going to show you ads for them anyway. We're yes. Democrat donors and you're spouting Republican rhetoric. So that's hate speech or banned. Yep. Oh, where is Scotty when I need him? Oh. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Hate speech banned. Well, I mean, you make, you make his job easy when you, you ban the president of the United States from, from chirping on your your messaging platform like that's uh, (laughs) like that makes it real easy for tucker carlson to stand up and talk about how you're you're in the can for the other side so it's they did it to themselves um but it's okay because uh 
because musky boy is gonna shake it all loose and twitter can remain the same cesspit that we all remember it to be and that whole thing's gonna bankrupt him it's gonna be hilarious well i mean sort of i i would imagine that you know tesla is gonna bankrupt him which is probably why he's doing all these other things has to be the most overvalued stock in the history of stock. It's going to blow up someday. Oh, yeah. Everything will blow up. That'll be all, all, that be all in crypto investments. He's, uh, <laughs> like... Okay, I said stock. I didn't, I didn't say asset, because crypto would be <laughs> the most overvalued asset in the history of assets. Yes. <laughs> Take no, that. That's why he's trying to, like, now try to, like, torpedo that whole deal, because... No matter what, like <coughs> you're paying billions of dollars for a company that's never turned a profit in its entire existence. Well, yeah, but look at the cool shit they're doing. Oh, oh wait, was I talking about Twitter or Tesla? <laughs> He's doubling down on the same was, type of thing. I was actually like flipping that coin in my head, like, which one does this apply to? Yes. Oh. Ah, yeah, but, but I mean that's okay. how all those startups work, Harlan. That's that that's not a singular thing. That's how literally uh, they are. You get it when you down the road. Yeah, but not, not so much. You get it money by now. Sell it and run like hell, and then watch it. There was the unicorn phase we went through, mostly with Facebook. I'm trying to think of who else this would apply to. I can't. Pets.com. Touch.com? Pets. Pets.com. Pets. Oh. Harlan gets that reference. <laughs> yeah. That would have been. Uh, you're, you're yeah. giving away my age, Chuck. <laughs> and mine. Can't go wrong, though. It's going to be the, the biggest thing since electricity. <laughs> oh, I got to yell at my cat. Which is why I'm crushing a big old bowl of popcorn. Yeah. It's. um. Most of the. the the speculative tech stuff is everybody just trying to catch the next Facebook, but it doesn't doesn't really work. Like even Amazon wasn't like that. Amazon took years. Well, Amazon yeah. took a long time to get to what they were doing, though. Like they weren't. They didn't yeah, they start started out of books, were, right? They yeah. were also earning revenue and and reinvesting that revenue. And, and yeah, there were some venture capital games that happened along the way, but like there was revenue first. Yeah. No, really, nobody, that's, that's a, nobody they, went to the different said, than everybody I see else. your prototype. I want to give you a billion dollars because this is going to be the next thing. Because he said, I'm going to make money off the little thing I'm doing until I can build the big thing I want to do. Yeah. Well, I mean, he got, but he got investors like, but back then, especially early on with Amazon, you know, and even later, because everybody was was gun shy after the dot com crash, like the deal was like, look, I'm making money, and here's how I'm going to make more money. Things like Twitter are, I'm hemorrhaging money, and I need more money so that I can maybe not hemorrhage money one day. <laughs> the fact that NFTs are crashing so hard makes sense. That was it's not expected at all, eh? No. Oh, that makes me happy. Sorry. Yeah. Math. I love the uh I need to get into meme making so I could have like the hippie dude who's like math is just like your opinion, man. <laughs> <laughs> two plus two might be four, but what if it's five? Somebody uh, where was I? I was in Dallas and I don't remember how I got it was at the bar because that's how this goes and you just get into random stuff. Somebody was like Somebody uttered the words, math is just a human construct. And I flipped a glass. <laughs> what does that even mean? Of course it's a human construct. <laughs> um, I would actually say that math is not a human construct because math works whether you like it or not. It's our description of an underlying reality. I mean, the, the language yes. of mathematics is a human construct to describe nature and reality but but i don't understand 
I, I still don't remember because I, you know, I've been drinking. I don't remember even what the conversation was about. <laughs> it was something to do with crypto and this same sort of thing, though. That's what made me think of it. Because I oh, work okay. with, I work with people who are otherwise brilliant, like engineers, who, who should know better, and they're like all in on this, and it's. You oh, have yeah. a master's degree in computer science. What the hell is wrong with you? You should know. This is it. You should know more than anybody at the table. What are you doing? Everybody is vulnerable to peer pressure. <laughs> how smart you are. That's true. That's, and that's what I this is. I've had some after episodes. <laughs> that's what NFTs are. I guess so, yeah. People say, no, I'm making money and kind of rushing in. Valuation. Like those computer guys understand the technology behind crypto, which. No, they don't. No, they don't. Most of them don't. The the guys that I'm talking about, if they don't, it's because they willfully don't want to. Like they're the, they're the, the caliber of nerd that could read a spec and be like, oh, I, I get it all. But, but what I guess they don't get is economics. Maybe that's the other part of the math that seems to be missing. Like, the, the, what, what is what is value in a commodity? No, well, I mean it's also still gambling, right? Well, I mean any kind of investing is gambling. That's my my four hundred one k will testify to that right now. Uh, <coughs> still making money, just less money. No, yeah, no. no. It, Losing money, but it's up overall. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, it does the up and down, but upward trajectory thing. Um, it's a little sad because I went pretty hard on BlackRock last year, and that was a dumb decision in retrospect. <laughs> yeah, it was. Well, it was really good last year, though, when it grew 40% in a year, and now it's down more than 40%. But <laughs> Yeah, I just do it the do it the I'm young. All ETFs. You're the you're the king of holding your assets just a hair too long, Harlan. I am. I am. <laughs> hey, but you know what? I made GameStop work out quite well. That's true. <clears throat> By, Are you only out of the GameStops? Holding what? Oh no! As soon as I closed out one position, I closed all. I I, oh, I dollar cost averaged that, uh, which is known in layman's terms as throwing good money after bad but sometimes it works out and uh it went why people do it it went well in the end it went very well i can't complain but uh, like any smart guy at the casino or in this case i'd be the dried up old hag at the slot machine who'd spent the past six months of his life laying in that same spot in a puddle of my own urine uh once i was up i was up and i was out and i didn't i didn't i didn't go back I didn't want any more of that gut-wrenching feeling I had every day as I watched the stock ticker. Oh, So I made some money so that I could say I took part in in whatever millennial symbolism GameStop was. <laughs> and then, uh, of course, I walked into a GameStop to buy... I was buying something for my daughter. I don't remember what it was. She's like culty into animal crossing it's it's oh no starting to scare me a little um but it's what she likes and i mean what am i gonna do right she's she makes perfect grades and does her homework and always does what she's like she's kind of the perfect child what, what are you gonna do <laughs> gonna I, mean, hey, I, I, I canceled netflix yesterday because i was like i haven't logged into this in like since december outside of my, wow. my son watching Cuphead nine thousand times, and I'm like, I'm not <laughs> worth it. <laughs> uh, no, uh, we got other stuff to watch. No, uh, no, no, that 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 wasn't a question. I still pay. I still pay. <laughs> that was a sheer statement. Something cents a month for Amazon Music, so that my son can listen to this same song on the on the Amazon Echo <laughs> over and over and over. Yeah, but he would be so heartbroken if he told it to play his song one day and it didn't work. That I'm like, you know, so I'm just gonna keep paying this two dollars. So I made up for it. Like last time they were here a couple weeks ago, I got him a Cuphead and a Cuphead <laughs> doll, like plushie. Hasn't watched the show since. <laughs> so 
I figure you ruined it for him, Chuck. I might get bored in the summer and recent, but I'm like, I'm getting to that point where I'm like, all right, well, it's costing me X dollars more a week to drive to work. And where know. X is greater than some <laughs> significant figure. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and that's in a Corolla. That's got oh, just dude. under 240,000 miles on it. So I'm paying um, more to fill up my Honda Accord than I was paying to fill up my Infinity with premium fuel at 17 miles to the gallon. And uh, there will be a point at some point where I have to fill my oil tank for heat later in the year. Yeah, I hear you. Yep. And so I'm just kind of like, okay, what don't I need? Because uh, I'm going wood, wood burning stove. That's. That is my next step. I'm going heat pump. Solar panels. Yeah. I gotta go heat. I just or or at some point you could just start shoveling money Boom. into the furnace and it may be cheaper. Probably. Yeah, it's possible. Like if you just got single bills and started shoveling them in. Yeah, just You're not ones. Wrong. Give me some ones. Because, yeah, I'm, I'm just kind of like, what other things do I have better to spend my money on than watching television, which I don't usually watch? So my kids are making Started going to uh, workouts. He's going into high school next year. He's going to be a freshman. And he started doing workouts, and they start early in the morning. And uh, we did the math a few days ago. Uh, the school's about 12-ish miles away. It's cheaper to take the bus there and back than right now the gas it burns to drive there and back. Wow. I'm going up. My uh, my ticker this morning, everything's pointing to $5 a gallon. Yep. Which, that's probably old news in Chuckland, but I just I paid that's like 455 this morning. Now. What is it? 455 this oh. morning again. Well, you're not quite as bad. As you guys. That's you guys, I'm paying equivalent to about eight twenty. Yeah, but your dollars are worth less. What? My dollar is worth less, but not that much. Harley, I don't know. I mean, where inflation's going, I wouldn't start talking shit about that because we're gonna about about to have one to ones. Yeah, that was the that was the other that was the depressing part of my day. I was I was doing my beginning of the month thing I do every month, you know. Because I get stuck doing all the accounting in my home. And then I sit down with my wife to talk about where everything is. And she pretends to listen, but then goes on about, you know, so when can we take this trip to Europe? So <laughs> I, uh, but what I was realizing was, you know, one of those goalposts that, that I've always had was at what point do I become a millionaire? Net worth millionaire, not, not access to a million dollars. That'll probably never happen in my life. But you know what I mean? You had your, your house and stuff you own and investments, whatever. And I was looking at it, and while it's closer than my timeline had it to be, I also realized that that money doesn't mean anything like what it meant when I set that goal at 18 or 19. Huh. Like, what are you going to do with a million dollars? Well, you might be able to buy, buy a, a house. Single story house and put two kids through college. Right. Yay. Might <laughs> might be able to. If they go to community college. When I was when I was 18, 19 doing my, my life goal thinking, a million dollars was you could retire on that. I mean it wasn't I a great retirement, retire. but you could certainly live off the interest and 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 pay for rent and food and to be fair, if you had done that then you wouldn't still be able to keep above water now. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what I mean. So like, did my retirement play? I, I laugh. Like that's a joke. I'm a millennial. I'm talking about retirement. Ha ah, everybody laugh. Yeah. Did that you goal like it. move? I guess it did because to something unattainable. you're going to need to be able to, you know, eat and live and, Go places. Uh, it's hard to imagine that now because the way things are going, man, that's going to be ridiculous amounts of money. Are we just going to be Japan when I'm old? 
Am I going to be like one of the old Japanese guys in the 90s that remembers when a yen was actually worth something? I think we're just going to be those guys who, when people talk about retiring, we're going to be like, we're just going to die at our desks. I hope so, because my alternative plan of, you know, being the greeter at Walmart's not going to work because the Walmart greeters are going to be androids by then. So, and, and to be fair, dying at my desk at work, if my soul, my bed, like some of these old guys I know who've been retired for a while, like it's a better way to go. You, you have like a conversation and you're like, I just had a conversation on how you like to cook bacon for an hour. I never want to have that conversation. It depends I'm on the never, retired guy. He like, just takes me an hour of my life. I'll never get back again. You no, dirty he's not, no, he's, he's retired guys who like come to masonry. Like they got their mental faculties, and, but family members and these other guys I know who are just retired, yeah. who are just kind of like who don't do any. Like they go fishing all day and they go camping, and it's like, well, they they're don't really have two brain cells to rub together anymore. They've been retired for like two years. I've, I've seen it go both ways at our lodge. Like we, mm -hmm. there's the guys who retire and then they, you know, they hit the armchair and turn on the old Westerns. And within like a year or two, yeah, they're, they've got one foot in the ground. And then there's the other guys who work harder or maybe that's the wrong word, but they're busier yeah, after they retire, busier, busier is the better word. But they're doing they things that enjoy more. Hopefully. Yeah, so Harlan, I think the thing hopefully. is, the guys who do stuff when they're retired, outside of just fishing and watching television and melting their brain with book face news, um, so they can lecture me on how the Scottish Rite Freemasons, which are the Jewish ones, um, engineered the pandemic and did it all so they could get their mind control chips in us with our vaccines and real conversation with a real old dude. Yep. Uh, yep. I know I've had those <laughs> conversations and, uh, um, those local Masons you see at the town cookout, they're fine. They have no idea what's, what's going yep. on. Oh, oh yeah. Right. Ones you gotta look out for them. So my tardiness of course was due to lodge on YouTube. I thought it was because showing your wife, your sort of power. Well, <laughs> That's later, um, man. That but yeah, we had a Jamie. We had a good lodge night. It was good. If you why, if, why? if you look straight on, it looks like like so that you can't see the mullet. You look like Mo from Three Stooges. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's kind of. <laughs> we were going with He Man before you got here, Bruce. Yeah, we, we'll we, explain we, that later. Obviously. By we we mean Mrs. Jamie <laughs> from the bedroom. Yeah. That, well, that that might have been an overshare. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll doctor that up for you, Jamie. All right. Uh, um, Even if you don't want us to, we can't. I assumed it was implied. No, no. Yeah. Well, yeah, but the best in you windows are, and then, and then you don't have, have to be like the the guys at the Mexican restaurant on your birthday and just shove it in your face. <laughs> look, look, man. Uh, I'm sorry. If your wife or girlfriend refers to you as you look like He Man in the bedroom while during the act, you should have a plaque. You just display. My, I was referring to He Man in the bedroom. The end. I, I know. I know. It feels good, but yeah, anyway. it doesn't. It, yeah. So anyway, we had a good lodge <laughs> meeting. We had 19 people there, which is good. Um, heard some bad news. We had a couple of visitors. One of the visitors was from Charlottetown, which is our big news. city. Yeah, we had, the visitors isn't bad news, but they didn't even have enough to open last month. They didn't get three guys go. Well, damn. That really sucks. And and you know what? I think the biggest thing is they got a beautiful building. It's one of our older lodges. Son, but there's no parking there, and all their men are older now. And they like, I mean, there's literally nowhere. There. I'm sorry to say. Yeah, that. they got to move their lodge. It's a beautiful building and everything, but they got to move their lodge to get their people back. I think. Most of the where I am, most of the lodges that had the old, beautiful buildings that you hear people like Hodap bitching that are getting sold or closed down. Ignoring the boiler issues and all that other stuff, the fact they're gigantic, cost a million dollars to heat. It's the parking lot can hold like four cars, right? And we're talking my size car, not you know, because 
most of the on-street parking that used to exist is gone and has been gone for decades. So um, the most important thing to a Masonic Lodge, besides functioning plumbing, uh, is parking. Because if guys can't come, especially depending on where you are, like yeah. I've been to Masonic Lodges where legit – the open parking is like two to three miles from the lodge in an urban Ooh, area. That's real well, bad. You got to park. The only open area is behind the uh, the CVS back there, and I'm like, that's like two three miles away. Like, what happened to the on street parking? Well, the town got rid of it. Hmm. In Charlottetown, I'd say you're going to be an average of two to three blocks to walk. And, and then the you lodge. get the. Uh, and then you get the towns that also get mad when the lodges move out of town, go like, because they also don't, you know, they're charging taxes and all that stuff. Like, well, what do you mean you're moving? Mm. Yeah, well, you know, mm. you guys kind of took away the parking and jacked up the taxes on the property, so bye. It's no longer an option. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> Going to mostly rural lodges, that's not a thing I normally think about. And, and the same here, because with our lodge, we got lots. Between the parking lot of the lodge and the streets in front and behind, they're not normally busy enough that you can't park on them. You know, even suburban lodges and, and some of the more rural lodges still have no parking. It's Yeah, I've, I go to a lot of lodges where the parking they used to, like, is... They used to park across the street on Farmer Joe's property, who's a member of the lodge. Well, his grandkids don't want him on the lawn. So get out. Yep. I go to a lot of places where, yeah, the parking is some empty lot next door. Like you're just parking in grass or. Remember the old days you and Jason went to one. You said it was like you were in the middle of a field just going to the lodge. Down the road or miles down the road. Oh, yeah, that one. Yeah, because the lodge, I guess at some point it was a gravel road. At some point it just became more of a worn path through. Yeah, we just drive out. (laughs) Just drove out into the field in the middle of a field, like no parking lot or road going to it. Just drive you go ahead. Just go how you want. Straight uh, on. It hurt because, yeah, I was – I still had the bends back then. And, you know, it sat two inches off the ground and did not have a good time going to that lodge. That would not uh, have been nice. No. That was, a, that was a mistake in hindsight. I should have waited to buy that car until after my time as, as a purple people leader. Gotta put some miles on that thing. That's gone now, eh? Oh yeah, yeah, both. Uh, now I got rid of the bends once I discovered what German engineering actually means. I'm, I'm not sure why I thought something different. <laughs> Foreign, um, so it seems mysterious and cool. Well, I mistook when <laughs> I think of engineering. I think wall. of like solid building and, and precision. Well, no, it's precision, and that's the problem. Yeah, it's too precision. It's it's the same problem German technology's always had. That's why our our duct tape and chewing gum Sherman tanks could deal with an deal with an armed cavalry that their tanks could pick ours off before we could even see them, run circles around them, and, and we could only do anything to them if you hit in just like the right spot. Vastly superior technology in just about every single metric except for the part where when something goes wrong. Yeah. And then you need an engineer to come out and debug things and whatever, whereas our tanks, any corporal that had a leftover bean can and some duct tape could get that tank running and back on the field again in 10 minutes. Yeah. Um, Different types of engineering. And so, yeah. It's like the the AK, right? Throw it in mud, put everything through it excitingly and do all kinds of fun things but maybe aren't the best for day-to-day driving unless you just have more money than sense a lesson i had to learn the hard way uh so now i drive in accord because japanese engineering tends to be the opposite end of what i was thinking right the german was (laughs) you know and i it never crossed my mind because you know my first and only adult car before then was a corolla I bought it almost new. It had like 4,000 miles on it. I beat the hell out of that car, took it all over the country, put 200,000 miles on it, 
never had to do anything to it besides you know change the oils and tires and brakes and brakes and yeah yeah but stuff that wears and, and never had a doubt that i would get in and turn the key on any given morning and it would take me where i needed to go without a hitch yeah hard so i went from that into the mercedes it was Ooh. quite the life shock yeah Ger- german german tends to over engineer things and the big one is you got to realize that in Europe, um, no one does their own maintenance over there ever. Yep. Like, so. Well, I didn't. <laughs> and, and, and to be fair, the Japanese don't do their own maintenance either. The difference is the Germans made a car that's over engineered that has to be repaired all the time by somebody. Whereas the Japanese are kind of like, this car will just run until it disintegrates. Yeah, it'll fall apart. Yeah, it's no. it's gonna work, and then it's I mean, just my, not. My and there's nothing you can do about that. Thirty-eight thousand miles on it. I had it in for a tune-up like two months ago. The guy's like, uh, "It's about halfway through its life. You're fine." Yeah, <laughs> look, look at the old Toyota quarter tons. They would take they like everything. You talking about the truck? Yeah, the little truck. Yeah. So that's what I was gonna say. My dad had a little Toyota truck, and my my dad's terrible about taking care of his vehicles. So I remember. My memory of Toyota was it was the truck we were on our way through the mountains in that finally just blew smoke out of the out of the engine compartment and never ran again. Uh, but I got the rest of that story figured out as I got older. My dad bought this little truck, never once changed the oil or did any maintenance to it. <laughs> Put 120,000 miles on this truck, driving it every day without a single bit of maintenance besides spitting gas in it. Wow! It finally seized up and and was spewing smoke on the interstate as we're going through the mountains. He put had a quart a quart of oil in the back for some reason. wasn't even the right kind of oil. He dumped it in the truck. The truck ran the rest of the way home. He then filled it the rest of the way up with oil that I think he just mismatched from wherever. Drove it for another couple weeks and then traded it in. For a different truck. Oh my god, eh? Only a Toyota. <laughs> Only. Yeah. Toyota is now saying on on if you put if you only ever run full synthetic through their engines that technically you never have to change your oil. You just add yeah. more to it. Add because, more as it wears out. I can buy that. Yeah. I mean, because my, the, full, I the full synthetic breaks down and just dissolves into it's just gone yeah and and they're just kind of like and it's not just that it's also like honda they're like if you run full synthetic and that's all you've ever run like yeah when your oil light comes on just add more and you're they're like you probably don't ever have to change an oil like they're like we're legit like they're legit saying like 50 to 75 to 100,000 miles. Like, what about your oil filter, though? I mean, my Accord, because, well, the yeah. oil filter is for the, the crud that was in the oil. actual oil. The synthetic right. oil is not, doesn't have that. Well, doesn't have still, that. It's, so, unless there's any dirt in your still motor, you to get past fuel. the engine break in period because it's, it's still going to pick up all the particulate from the cylinders. Yeah, no, it, it's literally like you change your oil like within the first like 3,000 miles once yeah. and then you're good forever. And they're like, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, if my like, Accord manual is a ten thousand mile interval with full synthetic oil. Like that's that's the service interval, ten thousand miles. Yeah, and and to be fair, like they're now saying that that you might add, you could probably add a zero to that. Well, I, I just do it because that's what the manual says. And at some point, I want to resell the car, and I get more money for it when I. You can prove you did that. Book that says, here's where it was all done. Um, which is easier now because I, I no longer do that stuff in my driveway because um, I live close to a decent mechanic who doesn't gouge me. So it's you make a little record in the book every time. And uh, it's, it's 10,000 seems kind of crazy because, you know, my old Corolla was three, which I also ran full synthetic in. But you know the transmission. Oh, was the three thousand four full synthetic, or was it for the three thousand for the? Well, it was just it, it, they didn't differentiate back then. This was a yeah. two thousand four, so. Yeah, it just and synthetic wouldn't have been good enough back then to just to, to really say that probably. But they yeah. 
they did have a sealed transmission in that car, which I remember I got a lot of eyebrows from my mechanically inclined father-in-law who said, I don't buy that. The, the, the transmission on a Toyota was sealed. So you, you don't service the transmission. It's just sealed system, never change the fluid, never touch it. Uh, and in fact, as I, I learned, once you do touch it, you've done screwed the whole thing up. Yep. Oh. Yep. And and so and, they make those transmissions to just never be serviced. Yep. And and going to the blow. There, there's a they're they're currently doing tests where I think they've got like some of those like Toyota, Honda, and, and that they've got like cars that are currently running on like half a million miles right now. Never change the oil. Never touch the transmission. Nothing. You just if you got to add fluid, you add fluid. Just keep running it. They're just running it to see like like the the full synthetic stuff pretty good although the only million mile car headline i've seen in a long time was a volvo so eh. i mean it, it look for a diesel that's nothing and you know what by the time all this really matters we're buying all electric cars anyway yeah there's that oh, so yeah, we... back to masonry the we lesson is, if you're going to be a purple oh, no, people leader, We had someone give us crap at one of our praise that when are we going to go full electric with our uh, shrine cars? And we're kind of like, well, when we get one to carry our fat asses. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah the Mercedes is not a good idea. I, I, I get yeah. you. I, I get you. Uh, buy, buy a Toyota if you're going to be a purple people leader. That's the, so there's another uh, thing. I'm, I'm going I'm going to go to a meeting tomorrow, too. So I'm going to go visit the same lodge works in our building and then I'm probably gonna go to the last Thursday of this month again. And oh yeah, we voted tonight to not go dark this year. So we're, we're gonna going meet dark on for the summer. Yeah, we're not going dark for the summer. We're gonna meet in July and August. Yeah. That's always rough for our we <clears throat> you can't go Momentum, dark. right? <clears throat> you can't go dark for the summer here. Our constitution doesn't allow it. But um it's hard for our lodge because we meet on Saturdays. And Saturdays in summertime and getting people off the lake and into the lodge room is always been a challenge. Yeah, we don't have air conditioning. It's like my York right bodies, we don't even meet in June. Um, yeah, okay. And then my lodge, like, you know, my Chain lodge, doesn't know, keep hey guys, it's lodge polo and khakis. And I had a, a, a friend of mine who's a, who's a past DD from who was from my lives. He's like, well, he just made crap about that. And I was kind of like, hey, um, I've had guys pass out in my lodge room because of the heat. So as y'all are supposed to be freaking Templars. No, no, no. This, wore, this, you wore metal armor in the desert. No, this is just lodge. This is just lodge. Just lodge. Oh. Blue lodge. <laughs> and you actually like Harlan. My slash right bodies have air conditioning, but yeah. but we don't Ours meet. In the supposedly summer. does. Um, we don't meet in the summer because reasons. Um, but no, my my actual lodge, like I'm like, yeah, I I don't really. You can't guilt me into having stuff, you know, making guys wear suits and ties and jackets and all that stuff in May and June when I've had like guys pass out in the lodge room. So yeah, we're doing casual meeting like. We, you know, just, it's it's, yeah. it's khakis and it's it's khakis and lodge and lodge polo and if you don't have a lodge polo, just a polo color, like no tie, no nothing, and you know you'd be amazed that there's some guys like, well, I don't, some some of these old guys like, well, I don't like that, and I'm like, this one of his was like, then wear your suit, piss off. <laughs> this one guy, I was like, we love you, brother. You know, I'm not gonna stop you from wearing it. By the way. You are the assholes who passed out in this lodge room that I am actually looking out for your well-bearing for. So, right there. Yeah. As Erlen would say, I love you, brother. <laughs> Walk away. That's right. My next meeting is uh, about the vote to send the bylaws to the Grand Lodge for approval. And what are you changing? Uh, we're adding a lot, you know, right fixing, I mean, ours haven't been done. The last time they were submitted, they didn't get submitted properly. So they weren't actually filed correctly because at the time our secretary was in the process of dying. Um, oh. so, but, 
it's funny is that the, the one issue that they, the two individuals have a hard on, on is that in order to do this thing, the Grand Lodge has said we have to add it to our bylaws. It's lifetime dues. You know, oh, yeah. Through the Grand Lodge and all that stuff. They're arguing that we don't have to do that. And I was like, well, the Grand Lodge says so. Well, the Grand Lodge is wrong. And I'm, I'm sitting there now going, so this next meeting in like two weeks, I'm going to be going, I am not interested in hearing, like, you guys want to argue with the Grand Lodge Committee on Legal Affairs? You can go join that committee. Because I am not interested in hearing your mental masturbation on you arguing that we don't have to do what the Grand Lodge said I have to do. They are the Grand Lodge. To a certain degree, there are things you have to do that they, they say. That's... Again, Harlan and John mm-hmm. definitely know this, is that there are some guys who they yeah. just want to have the argument. And I'm not interested in hearing that argument because I have better things to do with my time than well, I don't. The Grand Lodge is wrong. Okay. Well, well that the, go take it up with them then. I don't give a shit. You go have who fun. Who can best work and who can best agree? I don't give a fuck on that stuff. I really don't. You want to have that fight? The Grand Lodge can tell me I'm wrong later. They change their mind. I'll, we not that that's automatic change. Otherwise, hey, you go have out with them. So you're using the the kind of the, the wife analogy. Ask uh, permission. Easier to ask forgiveness than permission. I've already got everything I've, I'm, we're doing into our bylaws. We've already got, we've unofficially gone through the, you know, the grand lodge to make sure it's kosher. And, um, these guys just want to argue and I'm not going to hear it. They want to, they can come to the meeting and I'll, I'll, I'll table the meeting. Like, dumb. I don't want to hear it next. Gavel, 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 gavel. Because for this one, for us, this is an up or down vote. For majority rules send to Grand Lodge. The accepting the Grand Lodge rules, is, uh, accepting of the bylaws is a 75% vote. And I might even be a super dickhead and put the ballot box around in order to not disrupt the harmony of the Lodge and have everyone vote in secret. White for, black against in the ballot box. Yeah, are you good? That's not a bad idea. Uh, yep. And uh, it's reasonable. I mean, I know how the vote's going to go, but this way they can't argue. And eventually, because again, I the last meeting they showed two individuals, these two individuals show up and they were like just throwing haymakers in the lodge. And I was just kind of like, cool. Um, like one of them was the uh. The officer's manual that they wrote a couple years ago, a decade ago, where they added stuff to the Grand Lodge's things for the positions. And the one past master was giving me shit because we don't have them printed out in a binder. And we're all kind of like, they're right here, dude. Like, I got them. I don't, I don't need a binder for this shit. <laughs> and he legit wanted us to have a binder for the lodge. And we're all, and finally, the end of the night, I'm sitting there going, it was hilarious because my secretary stood up like, well, I mean, if he's willing to pay for every officer to have a binder of this stuff, I'll make one up. Shut his ass up right quick. So that's kind of where I am. You know, Grand Chapter, Council, barbecue, more barbecues, not doing, by the way, being worship master sucks. Yep. It has I thought being I thought being in the commander my commandery was bad. And John knows what commandery I'm a member of and why that would suck. Yep. Damn. This is awful. <laughs> Worst thing you could ever experience. And it's the only thing I wanted to do for so long. And now you realize you were wrong. The old careful what you wish for, careful what you wish for, kind of thing, eh? No, I got a but I got a good, good. I said I got a good crew behind me. My issue was that my junior deacon took a job and be moving out of state at the end of June, so that's the hard one because he's a stud too for everything. But we got 
a bunch of new guys coming in, but I don't want to push into things too quick. So we'll figure it out. But no, oh, but the fun part is I've been a past high priest two times, Dark Souls Master, past commander. My officers in my blue lodge actually do their jobs. That's handy. It's a fantastic thing. It's all the other bullshit that makes my life miserable. miserable. <laughs> Jinx. Like we know. Oh, yeah. Like we've all been there before almost. Yeah, it Except took me, me 17 years to get here. I've not been a master yet. A few more years before I try that. Your time will come, Jamie. Yeah. And you too will be grumpy. The grumpy past. Some talk to me. Otherwise, live stream is on. And we're back. Now that Google has pulled the shepherd's crook on us, which is the reminder <laughs> that it's the top of the hour and that uh, yes. Jamie needs to get his he man self to bed. Oh, wait, yeah. Wait, Jamie, aren't you going to work now or are you like off night shift? I'm off night shift till next next Monday. I start or Sunday night at eleven. I start back on night shift. I'm working seven a.m. till three p.m. now. Oh. So I'm up at five. I have to get up at five thirty in the morning. Also, the uh, you actually have something to make fun of this in the northern jurisdiction, uh, Harlan. Actually, something legit. Something okay. Tell me more. <laughs> Tell me more. Tell He's me more. He's interested. They started this Pathfinder program. They're like geocaching? It is literally to track your Masonic progress through various things and travels that you do based on certain things in this book. So in order to find out what you have to do with this book, you have to log in online through your QR code to see what they are. And having done it, let's just say that it is. Oh, wait, 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 you just cut it. We didn't hear a thing. You said. I muted myself for a reason. Oh, so I muted myself with what I actually because said. Because you don't want the I'm actually sure it was all pleasant things. For what, again, what they did with the, the, the whole great academy and some of their education, this thing is absolutely the best book ever <laughs> ever ever a worthy pursuit and i'm just like i, I got some like okay this is cool i'll look at it i'm like because what you were starting to describe at the beginning didn't actually sound ridicule worthy but I'm guessing the details that. Uh... Oh yes, it, it's it's when you. It's like an ARPG for Mason. Yeah, you that'd get it. be kind of sweet. You know, it's based on. It's based on organization, self improvement, valley life enrichment programs, service and philanthropy, and choice. And the thing is, these things are not bad by themselves. But if you've been in the Scottish for a while, you're like. It's going to take me more, more time to fill this stupid thing out. Because <laughs> I've already done this shit. Like, Maybe it's not meant for you, Chuck. That's for sure. Chuck does not want to be a Pathfinder. No, he definitely I, I, does not I need appreciate to stop being lazy and actually fin finish my HGA stuff. <laughs> oh, my. All right. Say goodnight, Harlan. Say goodnight, Harlan. Anybody got anything else? No. No, I think I've hit mine. Silence prevails in both valleys and jurisdictions. Uh, I guess that'll put the lid on episode 301 of the After Lodge podcast. This is After Lodge. To Harlan. be published sometime, maybe there it is. in this year. There it is. There it is. With that line cut. <laughs> you can find the show notes. For this or any previously published, I actually got hit mute for that line. So okay, at <laughs> www.afterlodge.com. You can find us on Facebook or Twitter at After Lodge. 
maybe on Matrix or Mastodon or something. There's some an point. idea. We'll, we'll get to that. Uh, you can hang out with Jamie on IRC at irc.snoonet.org, pound sign, Freemasonry. March 23 just posted. That's show. Yeah, you can find Chuck on the Reddits as the king of no pants. Make sure you tell him how much you love him. He appreciates that fraternal affection. <laughs> you can't find Bruce on Reddit, but if you do, you must send us an email. You must if be qualified you do, you in uh, current or previous members or appearers of the After Lodge podcast are ineligible. True. And they know my other handles. Yeah, I think that's it. So good night, fellas. Good night, everybody. Later.